Welcome back to the Do We Love It podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon, recording live from the Gen A studios. Wow, what a past couple of days it has been. Uh, just got out of the water at the Huntington Pier on my way to work, like the rest of the rats on this road. Uh, little tip, write this one down, take out the notepad. Uh, the winner of the rat race is still a rat. So, uh, I am in my rat attire right now, or my pre-rat attire. I haven't changed. Uh, so right now I am wearing a surf poncho, um, with no underwear on, driving on Pacific Coast Highway. So hoping not to get pulled over. But anyway, uh... I don't even know where to start. Um, all right, well, I guess for starters, for starters is a, always a good place to start. Start is a good place to start. Um, just walking with my boss in the parking lot yesterday, sees my car, and he goes, next paycheck, you should get a new car. I'm like, dude, did replace the Gen A Studios? Never. Um, so for those of you who have ever driven with me, or even worse, have driven behind me. Uh, I drive like, like grandmothers look at me and say, you drive like my grandmother. Um, I'm all about preserving the brakes, all about taking it easy on the engine. I'm all about gas efficiency. Um, I've been tracking it. I bumped my gas mileage from about 26 miles to the gallon to 29. Um, so that's not too bad. I mean, on a 20 gallon tank, that means I'm getting an extra 60 miles roughly. So I'll take it. Um, but with that being said, my approach to stoplights is very slow. I like to roll in. I like to have momentum going through the stoplight. Um, and I felt kind of validated because I went to my mechanic and not, I didn't go to the dealership. I didn't get Nissan, like bent over Nissans. I went to the good guys and they gave me an oil change and they were like, Hey, by the way, like you should probably replace your brakes at some point. And I'm like, I'm like, well, I mean, I did those at 30,000 miles and they were like, and so then I looked it up. Brakes are supposed to last for like 50,000 miles and I have 110,000 miles on it. So that means I've gotten 80,000 miles out of my brake pads. That's 60% more than life expectancy. Um, so to say I'm on a high right now would be accurate. Not, I, I wouldn't say it's an understatement. I would say it's accurate because I'm not on like a super high, just a high. 
Um, so pretty fired up about the lifespan of my brake pads. Um, not fired up about the cost to replace them, but what is life? Uh, so last night, actually, I can't even believe I almost missed this before we even get any further. Um, it's the first Friday of June, AKA the most important day of the year, National Donut Day. Um, so for those of you who are not aware, the first Friday of June every year is National Donut Day. Um, I'm not, to be honest, I'm not a national day guy. I think there's just way too many of them. Um, the only way I can, the only way I come around on national days is if there's free stuff. Uh, so, like, there's National Burrito Day, and I was just like, ah, that's kind of like pushing it. Like, do we really need a National Burrito Day? But then I went to uh, Pollo Loco, and uh, they gave me a free burrito, so now I'm in on that. But there's a lot of days where it's like, it's National Cheese Day. It's like, I'm not going to go out and buy a block of cheese. Like, sorry to break the news to you. Um, but National Donut Day is one of those days where I don't need a free donut to celebrate National Donut Day. Uh-uh. Um, I'm just, I just love donuts. I love, uh, I've, they're probably the most, like, if I had to, if I retired and gave a, like, my retirement speech like athletes, except for, you know, being a sales guy, there needs to be a sales guy retirement speech somewhere on YouTube. I'm going to find that today. My sales guy retirement speech, like, like, no offense to uh, Dr. K and Louise, you guys would probably be like number two on the list of people I would think. Number one on the list of people I would think for my sales guy retirement speech would be donuts. Um, that has gotten me into more companies than anything. It's like, oh, how do you do it? Like, did you, you know, do a lot of research on the company? And like, you know, are you, do you study stuff? And are you like well-versed? Like, no, I just say I'll bring donuts and people were like yeah come over um so I attribute donuts to all my success so if you don't have a donut right now I would suggest putting this episode on pause I would say go on Yelp uh set the location to current location type in donuts um see if you can find a little local spot uh I know everybody loves their dunks but you know let's let's support the little guy let's let's see let uh, I gotta see Mr. Ear today Mr. Ear is my donut guy by the way for those avid listeners, you already know this, but yeah, everybody go out there and do it for Mr. Ear. Go find your Mr. Ear and uh, get a local donut. <sighs> Alrighty. So, National Donut Day on the books. Brake pads killing it. Um, one guy who is not killing it is J.R. Smith. Uh, last night, game one of the NBA Finals, tie game, four seconds left. Cavs miss a free throw. J.R. Smith gets the rebound and runs out the clock. What What are you doing? You have a timeout and you're next to the basket and you ran away from the basket. Guy didn't know what the score was in the NBA Finals. I don't know if that's... Like, there's certain stuff where you want to, like, put on the coach where, you know, this last week the Celtics couldn't hit a three-point shot. Like, to me, like, yeah, they sucked but that's on Brad Stevens. Like the coach has to step in and be like, dude, stop shooting threes. Um, but I mean, I, if I was the coach, I don't think I would be like, Hey, Jr. Like we're tied. Like I just, I would assume he would know the score. I mean, I actually like 
he confused me because I knew it was a tie game. And then he ran away from the basket and I was like, wait, are the Cavs winning? What the, what the hell's going on? And I got really confused. And I was like, oh my God, this guy is such an idiot. It's, it was the most J.R. Smith thing I've ever seen. It was just so fitting. It was so perfect. I, I, I Do we love it? Like, yes. Like, I love that. That was hilarious. Um, but a story that got overshadowed by all this um, is Mark Jackson. I think this may be a bigger story than what J.R. Smith did, and nobody seems to be talking about it. So, I I can't stand Mark Jackson, um, and I think I'm I'm not as critical on announcers as I think I should be sometimes. Because a lot of times I'm like, eh, it's it's a tough job. Like, you know, you got to just talk to somebody for three hours. Like, I don't. I mean, it's I shouldn't say it's a tough job, but I don't think it's as easy as people make it out to be. And I think it's very easy for over the, I mean, I talk for 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes a day on a podcast or a week, not a day. I talk for 15 minutes a week and I say stupid things in the course of 15 minutes. So a lot of times these guys say stupid stuff over the course of three hours and people like jump all over them. And it's like, I mean, if you're like being recorded for three hours, like I expect you're going to say like some stupid stuff. Mark Jackson is just unwatchable at this point. This guy is an absolute joke. Um, and there's just been like so many times where I'm like, oh, like maybe he's just saying that. I'm trying to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. But he falls into the category, and I put John Gruden in this category. But with that being said, I love John Gruden. He's freaking hilarious. Mark Jackson falls into that category of announcer where like, He's a former coach, and you know he wants to get back into the league. So he's so afraid to be critical of anybody because he's like, I don't want to criticize the Pelicans. What if the Pelicans' job opens up? I don't want to criticize the Cavs. What if the Cavs' job opens up? Which, like, I get it. Like, you want to get back into the league. But if that's the case, don't be a in a position where your job is to be critical. Um... So, to, basically what happened is J.R. Smith does, I would put it on the level of Chris Webber calling the timeout. Because for starters, Chris Webber, when he did that, he was in college. J.R. Smith is like a 10-year season pro. And he didn't know the score at the end of the NBA Finals. And he ran out the clock. Mark, like, Mark Jackson was making excuses for the guy. He was like, Oh, there was like, like Sam Cassell or like some like some like random guy like I hadn't even heard of this guy, and he was like, yeah, like that happened back in '89, I remember, and you know nobody can sit here and say that that man wasn't an all star. Like, all right, first of all, Mark Jackson, like we're not cutting a promo for the WWE because that's what you sound like. Second of all, like if there's ever a time to be like you don't have to rip the guy even though you should rip the guy but you at least be like I don't know how this guy didn't know the score like that's inexcusable instead he's sitting there like making excuses like oh like things happen in the game and it's just like dude you are the 
biggest apologist ball washer of all time. Like, mama, there goes that man with my nutsack. Like, you are a wimp and you're afraid to say anything with any type of substance. So, I'm out on Mark Jackson if you didn't pick up on that. Do we love Mark Jackson? No. I am I am out on him. Also, little side note, uh, Warriors fired Mark Jackson four years ago, and all they've done since has gone to four straight NBA Finals. So, shout out to Mark Jackson. Um, but anyway, I don't know... I. I didn't come on today meaning to rip people, but sometimes you just got to go with it, and I'm going to keep going. So, went to see a movie last night. Uh, I saw, it's called Andy Irons, uh, colon, uh, Kissed by God, and it's a surfing documentary, which was excellent. It was a very good movie. Saw it in theaters, first time going to the theaters in a while, picked out our seats, think I've already touched upon having to select your seats beforehand at a movie. Couldn't be more out on it. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Survival of the fittest, Darwinism when it comes to uh, selecting seats at a movie, you snooze, you lose type deal. Uh, but putting that aside, this isn't even about the movie. This is about the guy sitting next to me at the movie. This was <laughs> the most outrageous etiquette I've ever seen in a movie in my life. Um, So I went with two other people and I'm all the way to the right on the aisle. And so I had my, the two people I went with, uh, Jordan Ho and Benoit. So Jordan was in the middle, Benoit was on the left. So all of a sudden, like a couple minutes into the movie, I hear sniffling and I'm like, what's, what's that? But it's like, like just every like 20 seconds. So at first I think it's Benoit. Who's just, you know, like this tiny little girl. So I'm like, I'm like, Jesus, Benoit, like, relax over there. Like, like out of control. And so, like, it keeps going, like, for, like, 20 minutes. And finally, I'm like, all right, like, there's no way Benoit is capable of making these noises. And I, like, look over, and there's, like, this big guy with, like, big burly guy with a beard sitting next to her. And... It did not stop. Literally the entire movie, I'm not exaggerating, every 30 seconds it was... Like, I don't know if he had something stuck in his throat. I don't know if, like... Like, in the movie, they were. it was a documentary about, like, this surfer, and, like, he got into drugs and was doing, like, a lot of cocaine. Like, I don't know if the guy was getting flashbacks from when he was ripping it up in the 80s sitting on white couches like and just started (laughs) seriously like if like I would I would hope you're getting annoyed right now listening to that noise imagine every 30 seconds in a silent movie theater for an hour and a half um like didn't even step out to like blow his nose or hock a loogie which that's like the, that was the worst part of all is it put me in a predicament because I'm adamant about not leaving the movie theater like I pee beforehand I don't get any drinks during the movie and like like basically like if I get up to, in the middle of the movie like I might as well not go back I just won't do it um, and that's why I was just getting so cheesed but at the same time I was just like if I were that guy I wouldn't leave 
Like I, I just wouldn't. And I don't, I don't know what that says about me. I don't know if that means I'm a warrior or if it means I'm like the most selfish person of all time, maybe both. Um, but either way, it was just one of those things where like, like I hate you, but God damn, I respect you. So do we love the movie snorter? This one, I'm like, I don't know if he's a hero or if he's a arch nemesis. I'm couldn't be more torn. Um, I mean, if you're just going to be ripping snorts like that, at least just, I don't know, get it together somehow. But at the same time, just no shame. In a world where we shame everybody, I'm siding with no shame. I, I, I came on being like, I hate this guy so much. Like I had like nightmares about him and now I love it. I love it. So I'm in, I'm in on, uh, the movie snorter guy. So shout out to him. Um, but yeah, that's about all we got. Um, there is a donut guy next. See also actually one more predicament I'm in. Obviously it's national donut day. We touched upon that. The donut place next to my office is ridiculously overpriced. I'm talking like $15 for a dozen donuts. Like that's like paying like like five fifty for a gallon of gas. Trust me, I'm a. I only buy my donuts by the dozen, so I have a very very acute sense of the market when it comes to buying a dozen donuts. Um, ridiculously overpriced, but at the same time, it's family owned and it's like this really nice like. They're basically like Mr. Ears cousins, like older cousins. Like, they're, like, Mr. Ears, like, like, and his wife, they're, like, nice Asian couple in, like, their 60s. Um, this couple, like, nice, like, Asian couple, they're a, like, family-run shop. They're probably, like, late 70s. So, it's just, like, I love the hustle, and I love the fact that, like, they just are, like, smiling. And it's just, like, I know I'm getting absolutely screwed and paying basically double the price for donuts, but, like, this lady's so nice. So, yeah, all right, I'm going. I'll support her. Screw it, I'm going. Um, and the other thing is, like, whenever I buy a dozen donuts, they're just, she's just like, she's like, I'm going to throw in a couple extra for you. I'm like, uh, yeah, you better throw in, like, an extra dozen, lady. Are you kidding me with these prices? So, yeah, I'm going. All right, good talk. I'm going. So, uh, happy National Donut Day, everybody. Uh, Peace, love, and donuts. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, let's let's get a little something to send us out. Oh, yeah. Eat it. Get it? Like, eat donuts. National Donut Day. Eat it. Just eat it. Eat it. I want to eat it, eat it.